for the Athletic Podcast Network. This is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Nicole Auerbach, the senior college football writer for The Athletic, about tonight's college football national championship from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Alabama and Georgia squared off in the 2017 national championship with Alabama winning that game in overtime. The Tua Tungavailoa walk-off touchdown win to knock off the Georgia Bulldogs. Kirby Smart has never beaten Nick Saban, including about a month ago when they faced off in the SEC championship game. Georgia was undefeated. Alabama with one loss ended up getting in. And now they'll square off against their SEC rival for a chance at the national championship. All things we can talk about with Nicole Auerbach, who joins me next. Today is Monday, January 10th. It's always a pleasure to talk to Nicole Auerbach. She's a senior college football writer for The Athletic. You hear her on Sirius XM, the Big Ten Network, all over the place. Nicole, good to have you on again. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Ahead of the CFP, always a lot of fun. That goes down tonight, of course. 41 years without a national championship for Georgia. Bama going for its seventh under Nick Saban. Sort of a a different tale for two different schools. For the Bulldogs, is it crazy to call this the biggest game in school history? I think that's fair. I think, you know, it's hard to think of other examples. There's so much at stake. This is still Kirby Smart trying to beat his mentor in Nick Saban. You know, this is a team that we thought was the best team in the country all season long and then had one bad day. And we're about to find out if that was one bad day, one bad matchup, and they actually are the best team in the country, or if Alabama has their number and Nick Saban has Kirby Smart's number again. So it's massive. I mean, to go through the, I don't want to say, I've been using the David and Goliath terms for Cincinnati and Alabama, (laughs) but, you know, like for Georgia to do this and have to go through Alabama to do it, I think is fitting and has to be the way that they're going to get over this hump. So it's a massive game, massive questions. There's a ton of talent on both sides of the field. And it's, for a second time, an all-SEC championship. It's a cool matchup, I think. I think people are excited. Uh, you mentioned uh, Kirby Smart has not beat Nick Saban, but has not beat Alabama. Actually, Georgia hasn't beaten Alabama since 2007 when Kirby Smart was a, a DB's coach for Nick Saban. Obviously, these two teams are different than the last time they met in the CFP title game, the, the 2017 season, 2018 year. Alabama last year, I thought, in 2020, far more dominant in the regular season. Well, as you mentioned, Georgia extremely dominant this year. Alabama had the scare back in week three against Florida. They lost to A&M, but does it feel like at this point, Alabama's playing as best football of the season? It's definitely close to that, if not the best. I mean, the way that they played in the SEC championship game was basically by far the best that we've seen them all year. Bryce Young obviously won the Heisman off of that performance, but it it was remarkable because as you mentioned, they did have a lot of close calls. They did have a lot of ugly wins. They were what, 30 seconds away from losing the Iron Bowl, not even making the playoff as a two loss team. So this was definitely not the same Alabama team that we saw last year where it was basically the entire first round of the NFL draft. This was a team that was flawed, inconsistent, but had a really high ceiling, we thought. We just hadn't seen it come all together until the SEC championship game. And, you know, in that game, Georgia was coming in. They hadn't really played anybody that challenging for weeks and weeks, and they you know, got punched in the mouth and and didn't respond. So I think what's interesting here about both teams coming off of their dominant performance in the semifinals is whatever Georgia felt or was playing for, it wasn't playing for because they already knew they had a playoff spot locked up in the SEC championship game is different now. And they've already seen them. They know they have to go through Alabama. They've seen them play their best this season. And they should be more prepared. They should, both teams should be healthier. You know, like this has been a month. It's been a month of recuperating, game planning, 
And, you know, we saw what they did on New Year's Eve against their overmatched opponents. I think that was a statement for Georgia to say, wow, everybody jumped off our bandwagon after we lost to Alabama, but we're still Georgia. We are still this elite, elite defense. Nicobe Dean is still going to chase you down and be faster than every single player you have on the offense. And it's just, it's fitting that this is the team that they were going to have to go through if they're going to break that drought, if Kirby's going to get his first win over Saban. It's fitting that it's with all of this at stake and that it is a rematch because you would have to show what you learned from what happened a month ago. And what's crazy is even if you add in the 41 points they give up, all the yardage they give up, Bryce Young goes off in that game, Georgia's defense still has been historically great. Three rushing touchdowns allowed all year, 75 first downs. As you mentioned, they hammered Michigan 34-11 in the semifinal, but Alabama hammered them in the SEC championship. What do they have to do differently in this game? Because you talk about you know the, the experience of having played them. What were they playing for? They knew they had the spot sewed up. What has to happen differently? I know they didn't get to Bryce Young in that game at all. What has to happen on Georgia's defensive side to change things up. That's the first thing. I mean, Bryce Young looked phenomenal, right? He looked otherworldly. We hadn't seen quarterbacks do that to Georgia's defense because this is a defense that typically gets a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. I think also Stetson Bennett, one of the things we've seen after the Michigan game is the discourse has changed, right? Because leading into Michigan, it was about, you know, can Georgia win a national championship with a game manager quarterback? He looked pretty damn good against Michigan, right? Like they were doing some stuff to show that this is, there's a reason he's a starting quarterback right now and it's not JT Daniels. There's a reason, you know, his legs, his arm, there are reasons that the coaching staff has rolled with Stetson Bennett this season. And I think that that has shifted as well. He didn't have to do a ton throughout the regular season. The teams that they drew in the SEC, a lot of them were ended up in the middling, you know, a six and six record. A lot of the teams ended up not being that good. Their their best win heading into the postseason was Clemson in, in week one. And that was a Clemson team that had a massive drop off from the teams we're used to seeing playoff caliber Clemson teams. So, you know, he was putting up gaudy numbers, but he wasn't really asked to do a ton. And I think that he is just riding a different level of confidence. He's going to have to have, you know, a near perfect game. He can't make mistakes. They're going to need to get the run game going. I think they're they're going to have some opportunities there that maybe they didn't have against Alabama the first time because Alabama's offensive line, I think, still has some opportunity to poke some holes there and, and to get the run game going. It's really where we started this conversation, which is about getting pressure to Bryce Young. I mean, he was a different quarterback in some of those close games when he was pressured. This is true with all quarterbacks, but especially with a team where, again, we saw inconsistency all season long. We saw them in tight games all season long. Well, make it uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable for Bryce Young. It's really hard. Make it hard for him to repeat the Heisman Trophy winning performance. I would even say he wasn't all that comfortable in the first quarter against Cincinnati. I know they ended up breaking that thing open, but he, he was even he was a little uncomfortable or got moved out of the pocket a little bit in that game. We've seen so many of these things now uh, over the last few years and, and you know, it was since the CFP started. Basically, if you go to Alabama, you're going to get some experience playing in a CFP or in a national championship. On the other side of things for Georgia, Darion Kendrick. I thought this was a really cool story. He's a freshman, was a wide receiver at Clemson that beats Alabama in the uh, in the title game. Following year, he's a starting defensive back against uh, LSU when they get beat by Joe Burrow. He's the only active player on Georgia's roster that's played in a national championship game. I don't know if that's a, a story here at all, but how much does experience you think play into any of this? 
Well, you know, it could. I, I do think it's it's something that, you know, what is the, what is the stat? It's that every single four-year player at Alabama under Nick Saban has won a national championship, right? That's like right. There, yeah, yeah. there is a standard and an expectation. There is just a rhythm of the season that they are used to going through, the wear and tear, the trying to peak at the right time, which, again, obviously that they did in the SEC championship game. There there are just certain things that, you know, it, it goes into the process and how this program is built that they're expecting to be here. The moment is never too big. And they do have a lot of players who can talk about what it feels like to be on this stage to the younger guys. I don't think that Georgia will necessarily – like I, I think it's different for a Cincinnati or a Michigan. I think the SEC teams that see Alabama year in and year out and to use a word that was getting tossed around earlier this week, a boogeyman. Like they're not – they maybe they have been this thorn in Georgia's side. They've been a thorn in everybody's side. But they're not really a boogeyman because you've seen them up close and personal. You know that you're recruiting elite talent the same way that they are. And some of these other teams that they they go up against in non-conference play just can't say that. Like, there there is something about playing Alabama. So, I, you know, you've got to think that a team that just saw them a month ago would be able to handle this. I would think so, too. I think we're looking at a competitive game here. As far as the injuries to Alabama, how, how big of an impact do you think the loss of John Mechie is going to be? You know, I thought it was going to be possibly more of an impact in general, but, you know, Alabama always has someone who is able to step up always. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's remarkable. We were, you know, people were joking in the group chat about, you know, Ohio State has all these receivers. It's unfair, right? A bunch of them, you know, a couple of them opt out and and then you got new guys step up and it's like, this isn't fair. They should have to share. And well, it's like, well, they did. Jameson Williams went to Alabama and he's going to win a national championship. <laughs> I mean, like they got one of those guys out of the portal. Like it's not fair that Alabama has guys like that when they already have them homegrown. I think that, you know, Brian Robinson, his performance on the ground was was obviously what carried them in the semifinal and is something that will will help balance this offense out. But, you know, they they do always seem to to find different guys. And, you know, Georgia's used their tight ends, Georgia's used their running backs. They win in different ways offensively. But, you know, you just know that there's five-star players everywhere. And it really is unfair that Alabama is also allowed to use the transfer portal because you would think that there would be one way to try to even out the playing field a little bit. And nope, they just got, you know, a player out of Ohio State who now is, you know, their best player and, and could possibly win a national championship. I think it was Colin Cowherd who asked uh, Urban Meyer that a couple of years ago. Said, "How did you let a guy Joe Burrow from your own backyard get out of the state?" And he was like, "We didn't. We had that guy, and then he he transferred out. He wanted to go play somewhere else. So uh, happens all over the place." Hey, on the way out here, if Georgia is to win this game, who's the player you look back on? You think at the end of this one and say, "Boy, they won that game because he had a huge day." Is it Stetson Bennett? Is it Brock Bowers? Is it Nicobe Dean? Like you were talking about, who's the guy you anticipate really stepping up in this one for Georgia? Well, if they win the game, it will be because Stetson Bennett did some stuff that we weren't sure he could do. I absolutely think that because Brock Bowers, we, we all know, is elite. We all know how good he is. We heard what Nick Saban's talked about him. You know, he had a really good game in the SEC championship game. But I think we already know what we're getting out of Jordan Davis. We know what we're getting out of Nicobe Dean. We know those guys. And sure, they're going to need to impact the game. They're going to need to wreck the game defensively. But if Georgia is able to win, it will be because Stetson Bennett became or is a good enough quarterback to win a national championship. And I also think it's going to come down to some in-game decisions by Kirby Smart. That has been a problem in the past in some of these meetings against Nick Saban. Nick Saban doesn't make those mistakes. He doesn't make the wrong decision in-game. And Kirby Smart has. This is clock management, going for it, right? Like, we have seen that. He needs to make the right decision. So I know that it's going to sound like a cop-out to say the quarterback and the head coach and their in-game decisions would decide the game. <laughs> but those are the 
two areas that I have question marks about. I don't have question marks about the other pieces. I would also say that the running backs, Cook and White, probably are going to need to have a big game. There's a reason the quarterback is the biggest position in all the sports, right? Pro or otherwise. So, hey, Nicole, you do such a great job all season long. We always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for stopping by. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll catch up with you later. Absolutely. Enjoy, guys. Great stuff from Nicole Auerbach. Make sure you give her a follow on Twitter. She does a great job covering college football all season long, at Nicole Auerbach. And again, she is a senior writer for The Athletic as far as college football goes, and you can hear her on Sirius XM. Should be a fun one tonight. As we mentioned, 41 years since Georgia's won a national championship, Alabama going for its seventh under Nick Saban. An incredible run for Saban. And again, a bunch of these guys going to be going in the first round of this year's NFL draft. It is truly unfair, Alabama in it each and every season. Thank you to Nicole Auerbach. Thank you to Brian, my producer, and thank you to you, the listeners. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. We'll keep bringing you the best stories in Bay Area sports. We've got to talk about Clay Thompson, his return to the court. We can also get into what's going on with Major League Baseball, the lack of conversation between the Players Union and Major League Baseball as we get closer and closer to the scheduled start date of spring training. That's something we can talk about in the days and weeks ahead. Also, the NFL playoffs are here. We'll certainly discuss that later this week. Thanks for joining us here on The Update. We'll talk to you Wednesday.